See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh my gosh. And we're back. Thank you for listening, all you out there in podcast listener land. This is Slow Robot A Go-Go, show number 38. I'm Mao, and with me, as always, I have... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. <clears throat> so, you can find us on iTunes at um, Slow Robot A Go-Go, and make sure that you please enter... Uh, reviews because that helps us out and uh also you can find us online where i've been putting up a lot more online content uh polls and stuff like that go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com of course the dots are periods and you can also listen to my mindless banter on my other show which is bunch of dorks and that's at bunchofdorks.com or online or i mean on itunes at of course bunch of dorks and please make sure that you join our Facebook page. Just ask to friend us, and that's, of course, Slow Robot A Go-Go uh, on Facebook. You just look up the groups. We're in there. Ask to join. I always put a lot of teasers and a lot of stuff of what's coming up next and that kind of thing. So that's fun for the whole family. Dr. Morbius from Parts <laughs> Unknown, what have you? Have, what do you have going on in your various online concerns? Well, we, we do that uh, world-famous, I guess... <laughs> Uh, two-dimension comic book podcast where we talk comics and media and uh, all sorts of good things like that. Nice. Uh, you're going to have to get closer to the mic because okay. we can't uh, hear you. Okay. Okay, can you now hear me I better can. now? Yeah, okay. a little bit. So, um, and I, well, I also want to say we've picked up a couple of international listeners the last couple of weeks. Um, so, welcome to all you listening in the UK. Uh, I see there's, I think, two or three awesome. new, new listeners from across the pond. Welcome. And, Welcome. Uh, we, yes. we love the Beatles. Yes, we do. That's and and uh, all the English <laughs> rock and roll, the greatness. Yes. I don't know about the fish and chips. Do you like fish and chips? You know, I used to like Arthur Treacher's fish and chips, but I don't think those are the real deal. So Arthur Treacher's, are they still around anymore? I think so, yeah. Really? In some places. That's still a thing? Oh, wait a minute. Or did it change to Long John Silver's? I think it changed to Long mm. John Silver's. But yeah, I remember it as Arthur Treacher's. I remember that <laughs> thing because I, well, I, well, I used to uh, grow up, I grew up in uh, Pennsylvania and the nearest civilization was a Whitehall or Allentown and there was like an old mall and at the old mall where there was like a Woolworths there was also also an Arthur, yeah. Arthur Treacher's you know which which then became something else I think a Ponderosa or something weird I yeah I, I used to like that yeah. I actually I still do whenever I you know mm. see I think it's Long John Silver's now I think they bought it up yeah but yeah it's see, good I was stuff. gonna say I like Guinness and Harp and Bass but I don't know if those, I don't think those are all uh I don't think those are UK I think those are Guinness is Ireland. Irish, I yeah, think. Irish. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now I've just offended our new our new uh, listeners from across the pond. Don't be offended. We're just talking dumb nonsense. We think you guys are great. <clears throat> yes. So what have you watched this week? A couple of things. All right. Oh, do you want me to tell you about it? Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead. Well, well please, elaborate. <laughs> Why, thank you. In this audio <laughs> medium, let's, let's dazzle our new listeners with things that where we say them. Well, speaking of British, <laughs> yes, um, I watched an interesting documentary about James Bond on the Encore. Uh, the character or? No, the movies. The oh, mo- well, oh, no, oh, actually, the movie. no, I'll take it back. It's, it's actually about 
like the, the character, the, like the novel character. It, it's right? about it's about it's about the guy who supposedly was the basis for James Bond, which I did not know this. Uh, Ian Fleming worked for uh, M6, I think it is, over in uh, in Britain and during the Second World War. I know, he wasn't an agent, but he was kind of like a guy who came up with. You know, ideas, because I guess back in, in WW2, there was a lot of deception going on. Like, mm. there was like, you know, there was double agents, basically, who right. worked for the British, but pretended they were working for the Nazis. Well, there was this guy who um, he met somewhere. He met him a few times, actually. And uh, he was a double agent. He was working for the British, but he was really, but he was pretending he was working for the Nazis. And, um... He basically based his what he remembers some of the stories about him and what he saw him on James Bond. It, the guy, wow. the guy's role was to be. The, the guy was actually his name was I forgot his name. I know his first name was Dushko, but he was like a Yugoslavian guy. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a funny name, but but apparently the guy was like one cool customer, you know. And his his deal was he was his spy thing was he was playing a playboy. So he would meet up with like uh you know Nazis and whatever in, in casinos and they would have like you know secret signals as to what's going on and then they would he would basically tell the Nazis hey you know here's the information I got from Britain they're going to be over over in the the north side of France while you know while Normandy's coming in so we want to have more troops on this side and basically he was involved with helping counterintelligence yeah, covert, win the war covert operations. Wow, that's and, really cool. And the other interesting thing about him was supposedly he had information about Pearl Harbor before it happened, and he came to the U.S., and he went up to the FBI, and J. Edgar Hoover was like, dude, who are you? I don't even know who you are. I don't believe you. And he just kind of like, you know, dismissed shrugged him, off. shrugged him off and told him wow. to like, and of course, three months later, you know, we were attacked. Good so. job, jerk. But it was it was very interesting because I did not I I mean I just figured that Ian Fleming just came up with this character out of his head, but Ian Fleming was involved in some of the counterintelligence things. So this some of this wow. stuff, you know, is possibly true. True to some degree. I mean, no. you know, all the gadgets and all that. Of course not. You know, all the right, the right, Aston right. Martin with the you know the flying <laughs> jet pack. You know, the briefcase with the that turns into you know all this. And of course, the ever popular. From last show, the flare pen that turns into a <laughs> grenade, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I, you know how I like how many of the knockoff movies were influenced by that stuff. We like, should do one where they always try to like you know make up their own stuff. Get um, smart. <laughs> well, what was that? The spore gun from what was that horrible movie? The um, oh, MST did it. Oh, Super Secret Agent Super Dragon. Yeah, Se oh, Super we, we Dragon. That yeah, one. that one That's is a great. One, but yeah. like, there was so many. There was you know, there was hundreds of them. Yeah, and they it, were always bad. Well, it, it's Europe was great at that. They would get like you know like okay, all of a sudden the the good the bad. Uh, I mean, a uh, fistful of dollars becomes a hit. Yeah, eight thousand spaghetti westerns. Yep. You well, know, I mean, in 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 uh, they they have they, uh, what was it Ben Hur or Spartacus or one of those becomes a hit. All of a sudden, eight hundred like gladiator movies show up. Yeah, it's crazy. Exorcist becomes a hit. Okay, five hundred Exorcist <laughs> movies. You know, it was just like, hey, let's crank them <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. Hey, what's the matter with you? Yeah. I like the Exorcist. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? The pea soup. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So yeah, tons wow. of spy movies. Tons of them. Yeah, that's cool. And what else have you watched? Um, yeah, that was the main thing. I wa I watched right before that. It was the it was the interesting movie which I'd seen before and didn't like it. But now that I watched it again. I thought it was somewhat entertaining. It's called Never Say Never Again. It was the movie in the 80s where, where Sean Connery came back again. 
to play James Bond. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's based on Thunderball. Thunderball would be probably the more exciting movie because, you know, the effects and the budget yeah, yeah, was yeah. bigger or whatever. But it was kind of fun, actually, to watch it. So I watched that, and then I watched afterward they had the, the special, which, which was called True Bond. And that's and that was uh-huh. the one that was talking about the uh, the guy who played who was the cool. prototype for James Bond. So it was interesting. Nice. Well, how about you? Wow, how about me? Well, I got more a, wrestling. I, no, I got a box set of uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Oh yeah. So yeah. I hadn't seen them all, and of course there's like a a Blu-ray box set with all of them for nine dollars. So I bought it. So I watched the first one, and um, oh, Blu-rays are already hitting. When are Blu-rays going to hit the dollar bins? I'm waiting soon, for that. Already. Okay. Oh well, yeah, I'll talk about it later. So <laughs> they, um, so I watched the first one, and I was surprised at how many people were in that. I was surprised how many people were in were in From Dust to Dawn that went on to be kind of like Tarantino's troop. Yeah. Like everyone that was in that was in his stuff after that. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. That was a good one. Then I watched like half of the second one, the the Texas Bordello or whatever it was. I didn't uh, make it through it. I kind of just, I, it wasn't that I hated it or anything like that. I just kind of like, sometimes you just go, eh, you know, I've kind of hit the wall with this stuff. You know, I turned it off. Um, <clears throat> I think that's about it. I really didn't watch a whole lot this week, which is sad. You well, know. you know, at least you got a whole, you know, I got to watch Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Honestly, I thought that movie... When I saw it in the theaters, was kind of a little bit of a mess, you know. It was almost, it was almost like, hey, we got two movies. It's like, it's like, hey, you put peanut butter in my chocolate, or <laughs> I put chocolate true. in your peanut butter. It's but true. I, it wasn't a bad movie. I enjoyed it, but it was kind of a mess. Right. So, I don't know. I do. I don't know. I, I sound mean, like a hater, but I'm, I'm not really ever big on Tarantino's roles in his movies. Oh yeah, that's a problem too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I I mean, he played it okay. It was an okay um, yeah. performance. It wasn't, I, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, ah, come on, man. You know, get an actor. Yeah, kinda. You know, and that's sad to say because, like I said, he's serviceable. But you know, if if someone else would have been in that role, it would have been, you know, better. Well, isn't like, isn't kind of like Tarantino kind of like over now or whatever? You know, he's kind of making like movies now where he like. You know the, the the coolness factor, I think, has kind of died out a bit. Well, there's you know? still like the, he does still have legions of rabid fans. Um, uh, yeah, he's had bust after bust though. I mean, he's not money anymore. He, his movies lose a lot of money, I think. Yeah, I guess it, I guess the guy at Miramax loves him, so you yeah, know. and that's fine. That's, you know, whatever. He's doing that um, Django Unchained. Yeah, I hate Whitey movie. Yeah. Uh, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're like I'm sure it'll do well, but it's like. Yeah, it's going to be the feel-good movie of Christmas, because I think that's when it's coming out. So. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Nah, that's okay. So other than that, I haven't even break, broken into my uh, Undertaker 20-0 uh, box set. I, ha- I have to do that sooner or later. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling yeah. I'm going to have so- a few beers tonight. So I think, um, yeah, I'll probably be watching that. Because like, it does every match for the last 20 years. So it'll be interesting you'll to be, watch. You'll be watching that drink, and then at some point you'll pass out, and then yeah, you'll probably. wake up, and then oh look, it's the twentieth match. <laughs> no, I'll just do a couple at a time. Like I don't, I don't think I could marathon through uh, like however the many. Whole deal. Yeah, I don't think so. That's a okay. lot of content. You know? All right, that's cool. But yeah, other than that, nothing. You know, being on nights, you don't get. I don't get to see a whole lot anymore as much as I used to. Yeah, right it's now. definitely like a it's definitely like a change of life in a way, you know, because <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you got stuff to do. Well, you do then, stuff, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like you're ready to go to work. Yep. 
And uh, yeah, and time is always short, so it's pretty crazy. I mean, you you have the weekend, but you then all of a sudden weekend becomes busy, and you know. Yeah, I know. Life takes over, and I did get um my Netflix this week is a um the second Ghost Rider, the 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 last oh, one that he did. Yeah. See, I, I I don't hate the uh, Nicolas Cage Ghost Riders. They're I I know what they are, and I'm not looking for anything like of quality, you know. I watch it like as if I'm watching a B movie. So, and that's what it is. It's just a very expensive B-movie with Nicolas Cage freaking out like he does in every one of his movies. You know, an expensive and B-movie is almost like an oxymoron, you know, but I guess that's Hollywood these days. Isn't it? It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. They, But they pretend they're not B-movies, but they are. Oh, yeah. You watch them and you're like, yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, but it's like they, they kind of like defeat the purpose of B-movies because they're, pre- they're pretending they're A-movies and everybody thinks there's an A-movie because A-movie was I guess everybody thinks a movie means like a movie that they spent a lot of money on so that yeah. constitutes it being like a major motion picture release but they're really like cheese ball B yeah. movies comic books they just or throw marketing just throws a couple million at them which is fine mm-hmm. I mean yeah. you know it's but don't pretend to be something that you're not you know I mean you can't what was it you can't shine you can't polish a turd yeah you can't polish a turd yeah tell the difference between shit and shinola you <laughs> I know? Did, I, the first time I heard that phrase. I was watching the Stephen King, um, oh, yeah. the uh, Christine. He's yeah. like, a guy puts a new windshield wipers on a busted windshield. That guy, <laughs> right. you can't polish a turd. I, I forget <laughs> who that guy was. That movie is off the chain bad. Hey, hey and it's speak, so funny, you know. And speaking of Netflix, did you get that weird letter <laughs> this week about like? There's some lawsuit going on against Netflix. No. I got like an email. A guy across from me did too about like there's some lawsuit because apparently like Netflix was like using information uh, of people that had already like canceled their subscription and they were supposed to like destroy it. So they were keeping info on it. I don't know. I just got this, this weird email about it and I'm like, you know, the guy across from me got it too. So I go, okay, so it's not like... Some kind of a spam, uh, you know, I probably scam it. or whatever. You probably did. Yeah. I would have, I wouldn't have even read something like that. I would just been like, junk, delete. You okay. Know. So I was just, I just thought it was weird, but okay, whatever. Netflix. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I went through and I added a whole ton of uh, sci-fi movies. They you had mean, uh, streaming. Yeah, on the okay. streaming, like tons. They had like if you click on the sci-fi title for instant watch. It breaks it out into like sci-fi foreign, sci-fi horror, sci-fi like there's tons of movies on there. So I was really loading up. And, and and hey Netflix, <laughs> if you show us a little love, we may you know we may <laughs> when we review more of your movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, right. You know? Let's see if we can get them on board. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> capitalist pigs that we are. Yeah, pretty crazy. So. Okay, sorry about that. <clears throat> I Technical to, difficulties. I had to go get some um, my, my Korean hauls. Those are from Korea? Yeah. Oh, wow. See, the writing on them. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Okay. Yep. No, he's from Japan. I'm sorry. Who cares? That was a um, that that was, was was that kind of product placement or something like that that you just did, you know, like yes. in the movies and you put a Coca-Cola in the background there or something. <laughs> Whenever my throat feels scratchy and I have trouble talking, I reach for a hall. <laughs> Ding! Now made in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just check it. <laughs> They're not made in Japan, but <laughs> you remember that that made in Japan, the Iron Maiden? CD? Yes, yes, yes. Made in Japan. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> That's I right. I for, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. 
And then there was, I, there was Deep Purple did a couple of Made in Japan. I have um, them on vinyl. Uh, uh, concerts. They're pretty good uh, records. They're pretty good. Actually. I have, yeah, I have a, I have those on vinyl. The I have the the Deep Purple. I think has one or two. Yeah. And I think uh, I think I even have the Made in Japan. And then there was a uh, <laughs> there was a uh, Unleashed in the East. That was um, <laughs> what's his face? Rob Halford. Yeah. Uh, Judas Priest. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, all those great, uh, and of course, live at Budokan. Now that mm-hmm, we're going on mm-hmm. with that, you have Bob Dylan live at Budokan too. Yeah, no. Wow, there you go. I do have, I do have the. There's George Harrison live in Japan. I have that one. Uh, yeah, you have the cheap trick, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're doing music talk right yeah. now. Yeah. So. <laughs> you're re- you're listening to slow robot music a go go. <laughs> slow jukebox a go go. Yeah, that's right. What that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, we just turned into slow jukebox a go go, but we'll be coming. We'll be. We'll be going back again in a second or so. But, and that uh, would be right now. Yes. <clears throat> so basically, yeah. The uh, As you were mentioning, the the UK shirt, uh, not the UK, but Europe really rips off something that's in, that's popular, huh? It's usually, it's usually the, uh, hmm. it's usually the uh, French, Italian, German. Italian. So Spanish, mid, little what Spanish. What was popular mid to late 80s, I wonder? Um, oh, oh, God, all those stupid teen comedies or whatever no, were real No, there was something else. That, it really got popular ninja. in, uh, in ninja? the 80s. No, late 70s. Mm, no, not the Ninja. Uh, now you got me on this one. It was like Star Wars. Oh, oh that it was thing. Star Wars. That's the right Star Wars. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> and I wonder if if um, Italy ever ripped off Star Wars. Uh, oh, you know, nah, I don't think they. Well, maybe. Wait, wait. I think there might have been one. Hmm. Actually, there might have been hmm. more than one. But I think there was like a million of them, and the last one was the end. I think that uh, was Star Crash, which is what we're doing this week. Oh, Star Crash. Yes, yeah. yes. With the, <clears throat> with the. Beautiful, awesome, Carolyn yes. Monroe. This Stella was Star this Crash. week was um, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. This was his um, movie this week. He chose it, and I said okay. So he said, "Let's do Star Crash." Knowing that you love sci-fi, and I, I do love sci-fi and B movie sci-fi. I sure do. And I said okay, and then unknowingly, and then Star Crash hit, happened, and I was sad <laughs> 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 with the. They basically looked, they watched Star Wars, and they said, you know, we can steal this. Then they watched it a second time, and they said, I think I got enough of the story down to do our own. Yeah. And then they just went off and made their own and then, uh, and then they Star bought Wars And then clone. they bought about, what, about 40 model kits? Yeah. And they built some spaceships or whatever from oh it. Oh, my God. The shots were the same. And the robots were just... <laughs> I don't even know how to describe these. I, I, I would think they were influenced also by the Battlestar Galactica yeah. and all that, which was actually influenced by Star Wars and right. all that stuff. Because the, the ro- and the robot with the southern voice or whatever, oh, where the hell did that come from? That one, <laughs> that kind of hurt me a little bit. <laughs> I was expecting him to say "you varmink" at any time, like yeah. "come back here, you varmink." <laughs> you know, the um, it wasn't. Terrible, but it wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination. No, it, 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 you think it could have been a versus movie or no? No, Does it have that no, no, no. A little no. too, good for, too a good for a versus show. Yeah. Okay, it was above versus, but below. Yeah, this is this will clock in right at serviceable. You know. Yeah. It, it's it was funny at parts. Um, the, the guy the, there was one part where 
First of all, David Hasselhoff is in this. Yes, yeah, so this is a Hasselhoff yes, movie. This is a Hasselhoff joint. Yes, it's, and uh, <laughs> so Star Wars Two: The Electric Boogaloo, aka Star Crash, has David Hasselhoff in it. This is right <laughs> after he was in Revenge of the Cheerleaders. So, Revenge of the Cheerleader. He was in a Cheerleaders movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, wow. like in '76. So this is right after. This is before Knight Rider and Baywatch and so, all that garbage. So. Him eating a cheeseburger, messily drunk on the floor. I, he was one of the teenagers. Uh, I, I, you know, we'll do a cheerleaders movie once, and yeah. you know, it's like they, um, that's one genre we haven't touched on yet. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, and touch they, would be the operative word, I guess. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but at any rate, <laughs> zing. <laughs> But anyway, well, Star Crash. Tell us about Star Crash a little bit. Well, you know, I got a I got an interesting story about Star Crash. As a matter of fact, do tell. Uh, and so I shall. Back in the eighties, I was watching late night TV as I was, you know, I uh, was I did often when late night TV was was not just infomercials but actual B movies and local hosts and a haven cool for cool stuff. Yeah. Yes. Now of course it's it's like you know like boner pills and like you know all sorts of other garbage that they and like weed whackers look at this new wax that'll never come off your car and, and it's funny how you say weed whacker and boner pills at the same in the same <laughs> sentence but you know that's besides the point again right after those cheerleader movies <laughs> right it's after time those for cheerleader weed movies. whacker and boner pill <laughs> and boner pills, yeah. you know it's like and actually, my favorite boner pill was the one where the three girls were talking about, like, ooh, yes, you know, my boyfriend, he was kind of like this, but when he took this pill, it got like this, you know, and yeah, I'm like, like uh, really? It's not mine, baby, really. Really? <laughs> one <laughs> book signed by Austin Powers. Yes. This is my bag, baby. But we digress. Yeah. Anyway, here's my Star Crash story. Back in the 80s, I was watching late night TV. And they were playing the movie Star Crash. So I said, okay, maybe... I, I wasn't recording it. I wish I had after you hear the story, but <laughs> I wasn't recording it. I was watching it live. So before the movie comes on, the host, which was a guy named Big Wilson, who was a... Uh, he was a DJ. He was a... And he was kind of like had one of those old-time DJs with the high radio voice or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he goes, well, before the movie comes on, I'm going to uh, bring on... The actress, the star of Star Crash, Carolyn Monroe, and I was like, wow. So she was in town to promote, well, she was in town for a, a convention. It was called yeah. Omnicom back then, and I don't know what movie she had made around that time, but, you know, she was she was there in the studio, so I was like, wow, that's really cool. You know, she's talking about the movie, and, and the most interesting thing about it was that the, the, I found out later that the gentleman that was with her, that brought her there, turned out... Turned, he was he actually worked at the TV station uh -huh. and he was actually a convention goer or whatever and he was the guy who actually talked talked the uh, talked the convention into letting her bring on the show. Well, that's my buddy from South Florida who's the big Japanese movie fan really? or whatever. Yeah, so he's my he's one of my best buddies or whatever. Oh, that's so awesome. yeah, so he got to meet her and go to dinner with Caroline and then oh. and and then and then I watched the movie <laughs> and you know I like it. Yeah, but I'm I not. Do. I'm not going to tell you that it's a. It's it. It's it's better than some, and mm. you know what it is. It's not. It doesn't go far enough, and as far as like what, you know, it doesn't. It, it, the effects are okay, but not great. The action is good, but not real great. The story's kind of like got lots of plot holes. Disjointed in it. and yeah, weird. Disjointed. You know? 
But there's the people cavemen, are cool. Men, yes. There's robots. There's like, what the hell am I watching here? But the but the <clears> people <throat> are cool in it. I mean, yeah. Carol- I, do, I do like the colors. The, yeah, the, the yeah. colors were very bright and vivid. Like the like stars the were all different colors. The ships were like rainbow rific. You yes. know what I mean? Like yeah. they now they do have a uh, Blu-ray version of this. And from what I understand, it the colors like pop. It's like crazy. Uh, they got the really nice print, of, print it. of it, and they really did the treatment, which is hard to imagine. But I guess not. Like why not? You know. I've I've, I've always been thinking about getting it, but I haven't ordered it yet. Maybe I maybe yeah. I will now. I mean, if it's cheap enough, if it's, it's like not the, cheap though. It's it's like it's a like, twenty bucks. Yeah, or something. yeah. It hasn't gone into the ten dollar range. No, yet. like if it's a seven ninety nine, I'd yeah, buy it all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the version on Netflix. Has like pops and like it's yeah. like bad. It's a bad print. I have a copy of it that came out on DVD a few years ago, and it's better than the Netflix one. But <clears throat> the interesting about the Netflix one is that the Netflix one has a has the uh, logo in the beginning for New World Pictures, which has been removed from the other one. So I'm wondering if the other one might be from you know I don't know if it's a bootleg or what or whatever or yeah. whatever. But this one that they had on there it looks like it came from. The New World Pictures, Roger Corman, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. uh, actual real, 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 this is a real 35 of it or whatever. Right. So that was kind of cool, actually. I, I toyed with buying it, but not until it drops. I mean, yeah. you know, there's there's no way I can justify spending more than like seven ninety nine on this movie. Yeah, no, 10 bucks tops. Well, seven ninety nine plus you have to be postage because that'll put it over the $10 range or whatever. Nah, I'm cool with that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I mean, you couldn't pay 24 bucks. for You know, thing. again, no, 24 no, but if it had a lot of extras, I'd probably go into it. If it had, like, interviews. It has and, the director's commentary on it. Does it have interviews and, and Caroline Monroe stuff or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't I'm infatuated with Caroline Monroe. I can so, tell. But you know, <laughs> so that's the only way I would buy it. But, yeah. you know, she's kind of like the... Uh, she she has that Barbarella kind of thing going, except she's better looking than Barbarella. And she she totally keeps her clothing on. Yeah, she there's does no, keep her clothing on. Yeah, she no never nudity. did any nude scenes in any movie. She actually yeah. turned down movies because there was well, nude scenes. That's good. In good them. for her. You know, I mean, I don't she think... almost nude, but not not. Yeah, entirely. exactly. She's she's often uh, bikini leather leather bikini clad, and she's very um, sultry and seductive, but not. No, no, no nudity whatsoever. You know. It's, no, no. She was, she was definitely like, she tried to class it up a little bit. Yeah, that's you know? cool. I mean, good for her. I mean, she, she basically started in the, in the seventies, and she was in a lot of Hammer movies. I think like, it's hard to keep your clothing on sixties and seventies movies. But she was able to do. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's kind of like admirable, really. She was in like, uh, let's see what Hammer movies. Had Dracula seventy two, AD seventy two, Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. At the Earth's core, which is like one of those Edgar Rice Burroughs things I've with those cheesy that. monsters or I whatever. I saw that. I think I just watched that like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. She was she was one of the, the one of the cave girls in it, the main wow. cave girl in it. Yeah, uh, was it Spy Who Loved Me? She was in that. She was the helicopter uh, girl in it. Uh, this uh, some and she actually did some early gore movie Maniac with uh, Joe Spinell who plays the Count in this. Okay. So yeah, but I you know she's. Apparently, I've never gotten to meet her, but apparently she's been, she does conventions. She's a super, now wait, super nice person. Which one was the, the count in this? Was it the one that was the bald one trying to take over the no, planet? No, no, the count was the guy, the guy with, with the, the, the fruity cape. Oh, yeah. my God. He was in The Godfather, Joe Spinell. That guy was off the charts. He was chewing the scenery. I yes. think he literally stopped and took a bite of the scenery yes, while he, he was playing. He was just like, <laughs> and he would fling his case, and he'd be like, now I'm going to kill you. 
<laughs> and you're like, oh my god, can you tone it down, dude? Oh no, he was crazy. That yeah, guy was I off know. the hook. Well, he was he was a he was in, in a lot of movies. He was in the. Uh, he was in the Godfather movies. Well, he was in like... Uh, he showed up drunk for this one. And he was like, <laughs> I'm going to drink every day until this is over. And they're like, get this man some wine. And that was it. He was just like, yeah. Check this out. He, he had small roles in Taxi Driver and Rocky. I mean, he never had big roles in his movies. He was always like a, a character actor. Yeah. But he was always in them. And he had that face, you know, that you yeah, tell. Like, I got hit ta- by a train. Yeah, that kind of Italian a mobster. I got hit by a train. I'm going to I'm gonna kill, I'm going to cut your throat, you know. Wouldn't that be great if we, like, if I rewatch Rocky, and in the background I see some dude with a cape going, <laughs> I'd be like, I found him. I would actually like that better, but yeah. anyway, that's besides the point. That would be funny. Every every movie he just has that cape and he just laughs. Yeah, but Caroline, like I said before, she's supposedly like a really sweet person. I've seen her interviews with her. One of the nicest people you could meet, so she's she's awesome. That's really cool. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah she does conventions here in the States once or twice a year, you know. Wow. So if You've I, never gone to see her? No, I was I wanted to go to one. It was in Pennsylvania. It was in Butler, Pennsylvania, which is near Pittsburgh, I guess, yeah. but I couldn't make it this year, so, you know. Wow, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And, and the whole time, because I, I knew Hasselhoff was in this, so I'm like, okay, where's the I forgot. Hoff? I was like, where is he? And, and the whole time, I'm like, where is he? And then finally... He, he shows up. I'm like, there he is. You know, I kind of knew once because there was a guy with a helmet that came to save him, and lasers start coming out of the helmet. And just the way he stood, I'm like, that's that's David Hasselhoff that's the right hopster. there. That there he is. And and sure enough, he took off the helmet, and he, he had the most feathery of hairs. And the oh yeah, dude, he, had, he had the hair helmet on. Yeah, they loved the hair feather, the feathered hair back then. It was crazy. The guy, the guy who played her sidekick, the curly-haired, another curly-haired guy, Marjo Gortner, he was yeah. actually like a, a child preacher when he was really? young. He was a minute. He was a, he was a younger, youngest ordained minister ever. I think he was five. <laughs> and then I guess like they did a documentary and they saw how kind of some you know money was being exchanged or whatever. So he kind of like quit that and he became kind of like somewhat of a B movie actor. He was in yeah. Food of the Gods, another Edgar Rice No, was that Edgar Rice Burroughs? I think I it just was. added that to my Netflix. He's in Food of the Gods. So if you want I to do just, a film fest I just added that. I'm like I was like looking <laughs> at it. Collins like, is in that too. I was like, I do I want to add that? And I was like Sure. Screw, like what does it hurt to add it? You know what I mean? I I might not never watch it, but it's what the hell, you know. He was in he was in uh this one that I saw at a driving called Bobby Joe and the Outlaw, which had the uh which had the also unbelievably beautiful uh, Linda Carter in her yeah. one and only nude scene in a movie. So really, yeah, oh yeah, Bobby Joe and the Outlaw. You want to look out for that one? Yeah, <laughs> it might be on D- uh, Blu-ray. I don't know. You know, um, he was he was what Acton I think was his name. He was her sidekick or whatever. Wow. And then Christopher Plummer, who's actually a well-respected actor. I guess he was. He was in he you know you know a lot of these actors went and did these movies because they get a free trip to Europe and they get paid a few bucks mm-hmm. and, and they have a nice vacation and who knows and who knows some, the movie some might of be a big stuff movie. hits and they you don't know why I honestly think a lot of the stuff they just don't know and right. and even after it wraps you're like I don't know could be good maybe not and then they edit it or oh, ru- yeah. somehow it gets ruined and you're like damn it you know. I mean, I mean, throughout this movie, he must have did this. He must have did his role in two days, maybe, and then spent yeah. the rest of the time. This vacation. thing here, of course, you know what you're getting into. But yeah. some of that stuff, um, you know, like that one with Linda Carter, where she where she was in the racing one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who yeah. the hell knows? Who knows if it's going to be another vanishing point or the next? You know, yeah, a big movie just by by, by accident. You, you don't know, like know. something yeah. like something like Porky's. 
You know, it's like a dopey movie, a dopey and, comedy. Or meatballs. Why the hell did that balls. hit? You know. How did, did you really think that Bill Murray was going to make a career out of that? You know, and all of a sudden it's like he becomes like a well-respected actor. Yeah. Whatever. You know? <laughs> exactly. But anyway, Christopher Homer was in the <laughs> Return of the Pink Panther, The Man Who Would Be King, and... Uh, Lots of TV. He was around in the '50s, so I mean, he's yeah. been. I think he's. I, I think he's still alive. And his daughter Amanda Plummer was the crazy chick in the beginning of Pulp Fiction. You know, remember the two, the guy and the girl. You know, uh, at the beginning of they or they yeah. do that. I love you, honey bunny. Yeah, that's it. That's his. That's his daughter. Really? Yeah, that's his. That's Amanda Plummer. That's Chris Plummer's daughter. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the guy who played. Thor, the bald-headed guy. Uh-huh. I, I had forgotten about him. He, Robert Tessier is his name. He was in biker movies like Born Losers, Run Engine Run, but he was in The Longest Yard. He was the guy that Burt Reynolds, I think, no, it was it was either him or Ray Nitschke that he like said, let him come in, and he threw the ball right at his nuts or <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know. Wow. Yeah, and of course, Hasselhoff. <laughs> that and, guy should have been the bald guy. Who's that bald guy that was... um? He's a, he was like every bald guy. He was in one of our movies we just did, like three year, three back. Um, he he always has a goatee and he was always bald with bad face. Um, oh man, now oh, you're getting me. I can't remember right now. Okay, okay well, 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 sorry. In in the middle of the conversation, well, I just spit out a name and then it'll. All he was be like fine. a his, not Hispanic, but what okay. movie was it? Do you remember? I can't remember. Just don't worry about it. Forget it. Okay. Um, uh, then Hasselhoff, of course, and Joe Spinell we talked about, who's in The Count, who was in uh, The Godfather 1 and 2, Taxi Driver, Rocky, Maniac, The Last Horror Movie, and all sorts of other things like that. And this is the second movie in a row that where there's a character named Thor in it, because the, the bald-headed guy, Thor, and then in the last one, Ben Davidson, the football player in Hell's Bloody Devils was Thor, so we have yeah. like a Thor... There you thing go. going on right now. So next but, week we should do Thor. Yeah, we should do Thor because that's pretty bad too, I think. <laughs> but on, anyway, it's but on actually, Netflix too. Actually, there's a, there's actually a sci-fi version of Thor, but it's not. It's based more on the uh, Greek, not the ah, comic book. That's probably the one that's on Netflix. No, I think the real one's on Netflix. Is it? I think the real one is. I mean, huh. no, the real one. I mean, the the big budget B movie, A movie. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, with Queen uh, Amandala, whatever her name is, uh, you know, from Star Wars is in it. Uh, yeah. You know, what's her face from... Uh, oh, God, I can't think of her name. I'm, I'm bad at names these days or whatever. Yeah, right. you, you guys know who we're talking about, so, you know, if you don't, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... I still can't believe Linda Carter was nude in a movie. I gotta go oh, see dude, it right I, now. Oh, dude, I've got it. I'll find it for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have to leave the studio early to go see it now. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's yeah, it was like from '76. It was before Wonder Woman, and it was kind of like a, well, I would say it's a biker movie. It was kind of like a rebellious teenager, no. not well older than teenager, but you know, like yeah, a yeah, '70s yeah. deal. You know, go out and find yourself on the road and right. have some fun, and you know, yeah, yeah, definitely Linda Carter back in the wow. day, man. Yeah, that was. That's a top ten girl for me too. Along when I was, with Caroline, yeah, when I was yeah. young, I was, I was like, I thought she was the hottest. Yeah, there was, there was on the that planet. one episode of Wonder Woman <clears throat> where she's hanging upside down, and I was just waiting for something to happen, and nothing ever did. You know, I would love to see the outtakes of that, but they you know, actually just a dream. even they even did the upside down thing with our heroine in this movie, and yes. I was and I was like, wow. I was waiting for a big white creature to come out, and you know, like yeah, they they ripped off Star Wars so much in this movie. But the thing about Star Wars is, you know, I think it's fitting because Star Wars ripped like every other Flash Gordon Buck Rogers movie. Oh ever. yeah, so you know, know, it's all good. You know, and, and here here's the deal. As far as I'm concerned, anyway, as far as I'll put my two cents in, I'll mm-hmm. go on my uh, I'll go on my soapbox and whatever. 
Star Wars is kind of like the movie that changed everything in sci-fi. And, I, you know, some people are going to say for the better. I'll say not necessarily for the better. Because before that, you had all the, you know, the goofy space movies and the cheese ball things. After Star Wars, everything had to look like the freaking movie, okay? Yeah, that's true. Everything mm. had to have the same looking spaceships. It had to have the same kind of, like, evil, you know, the Flash Gordon stuff. But it had to have the same look. Battle, what was it? that Was it Battle Beyond the Stars or yes. whatever? Mm. You know, and a lot of those things. So... And, and you know, take it or leave it. You know, some people worship at the altar of Star Wars. You know, I like the first movie. I like the second one. Anything after that, I'm kind of like, eh, on it. You yeah, know? I like I like Star Wars, but I I like all the sci-fi stuff. Yeah. I like Mysterions just as much as I like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, me too. They're totally different. I like it better, um, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love the Mysterions. Yeah, I like all uh, the Japanese <clears throat> stuff better than Star Wars. Yeah, and I like... I like um, Blood Freak better than Star Wars, okay? There you go. Wow. Yeah, well, I have a Darth Vader mug, so you know. I saw Star Wars in a drive-in back in 1977. I just figured that would be the place to see we it. We did too. That was the I, first time I was a little kid, and my parents took us to see it. That's awesome. Yeah, 1977. I was just thinking, hey, look, it's another big budget sci-fi movie. And cool, Close Encounters, yeah. I saw in that drive-in. I saw that in the Dollar Theater. <laughs> so <close>. nice. <laughs> you remember I, Dollar Theaters, people out there? I like, I like, uh, I like Close Encounters. I yeah. haven't, I haven't revisited it. Maybe it doesn't hold up. I don't know. I like it better than E.T. the extra testicle. You know, it's just like I, I just thought that movie was like sappy garbage. Yeah, or I didn't really like it so much. Maybe if I was ten when I saw it, I might have liked liked it a little better. I like the ride over in Orlando because there's never a line and you just sit there in the air conditioning in yes. the dark. Like yes. it's always too hot, so you you just go on E.T. and then you. You sit on a fake bike and you just kind of float around. You're like, oh, this air conditioning is awesome, and it's so dark in there. Exactly. It's like the aliens one. Did, did, did you did you go on the alien ones at Disney? Did you know how like you know like weak is we what a weak thing they did originally? I went on that, and then they actually had a, the real alien in the middle pop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And supposedly that scared little kids so much that they had to put like a stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Right, that's what they did. And I'm like, really? Because yeah, I saw the original Alien one, and I'm like, well, why would you take a kid into an Alien one anyway? Of course it's gonna scare the hell out of you. Yeah, that's like taking him to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Alien is a freaking scary movie, man. Even now when I watch it, I'm like, damn. Like the first two, they're they're scary, man. They're brutal. Those are good. Edge of your seat, like grab you by the throat, scary movies, but, you know. But, but the ride itself, I was on it. I didn't get scared. You nah, know? it was okay. I don't know why they had to like chicken out and put Stitch in it, but okay, whatever. You yeah, know, I guess you, you know gotta. It I mean, it's Disney World. It's not like you know, it's not like uh, whatever. You know, they have they even have their own like Mickey's not so scary Halloween or whatever. Yeah. You know, so eh, it's for the kids. So whatever. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, that's it's where you take kids to. Yeah. Yeah. Bit. So now back on uh, track with what we we're actually talking about, which would be Star Crash. Yeah. Hey, we should play the trailer. All right, I'll drop the trailer in. It's always best to drop a trailer in after you've been talking about something for about for 20, about 20 minutes. minutes because yeah. that way it breaks up the monotony. We go out and have like a couple of beers, and you know, yeah. it, could be, it could be next week when we're doing the rest yeah. of the show. Ooh. This is editing, folks. Right, because that's what I do. Our galaxy 
is split into two warring factions, our own, and the one ruled by the evil Count Zarzan from the League of the Dark Worlds. The Count has created a weapon, a weapon so vast, so huge, that it would take a whole planet to conceal it. You must sail through the haunted stars, find the Count's secret planet and destroy it. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> I, I was trying to click the record button fast enough as, uh, uh, as Dr. Morbius cursing. from Parts Unknown got a, some spam call on his cell phone and was cursing their, their, funny, their cause parents. Because I, I have, I have my, my cell phone in, in, my, in my pocket and it was like buzzing and it was like I kind of had like that Chris Matthews tinkle down my leg feeling <laughs> or nice. something like that, you know, but anyway. So let's see, Star Crash. Yes. What's it about, man? Well, I don't know. It's about. It's about an hour and a half. It's about an hour and a half. But I'm bump. Okay. Now, well, anyway, a spaceship. What in the beginning of it? A spaceship. Yeah, uh, they start out. They're they're criminals. Or like a, a, well, a spaceship a, gets blown up at the beginning. It's like there's yeah. a, by some some evil ray or something like that. You know. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the very beginning, there's like a spaceship. And it gets. It almost like, opens the credits with just like a boom, you yeah, know. Yeah, it gets hit by a ray, and I think it drives the crew like mad, and oh, they kill like, each other. And it has like this weird bubbly effect, yes. like the red bubble That's thing it. going on. That's yeah. it. This is the, uh, Star Crash is like a cross between Barbarella, Star Wars, a comic book, and yeah, and and um, and anything by Ray Harryhausen's. Cousin. Yeah, like like left-handed cousin, like yeah, not, Jay Harryhausen. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know. Like yeah. in that the stop animation is oh, bad. Boy. Oh boy. The, any, any. Some of the worst I've seen. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, say. yeah. They, they definitely. Well, Carolyn Monroe was in one, uh, Golden Voyage of Sinbad, I think, with some uh-huh. good Ray Harryhausen animation, and then she went and did this one. They were like, well, maybe some of the 
some of like what she saw will just wear off and it'll make this better. Yeah, you'll you'll just think that you're watching a Ray Harryhausen <laughs> movie. You know, you're not, <laughs> but it's it's J. Harryhausen. Anyway, so then they cut to uh, uh, Stella Star, mm-hmm. our heroine, and Ake Archon, who are like what they're like pirates or something yeah, in space. They, or, they try to play up the whole. They want to be Harrison Ford and you know Han Solo. Yeah, like they kind of want to be like that that bootleg running, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and and they get they get they uh they get uh the cops find them and they start chasing them. The cops would be that Thor guy and the and the and the robot L or whatever his name yeah. is or whatever. I don't know, man. There's a this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's far fetched. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Any any anyway, they're the cops. Catch them and they take they take off by heading into hyperspace or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. And 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 while they're in hyperspace, what's our chance of making it? Twenty percent. We're gonna blah 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 blah. Like yeah. Anytime a movie goes, what's our chances for survival? And they always go like oh point zero three or something right. stupid. You're like oh here we go. You know you're <laughs> in for a long day when it starts out with their percentage that they're gonna live, which you know they're gonna live through. You know. So yeah. So so anyway, they go into hyperspace and then they find like they find like a a, a pot or a, a, a thing there and she gets out and she finds like a, a survivor. Right, the crash landing. That that uh, yeah, the, the survivor over there. And in the meantime, when she gets back to the ship, they get caught by the uh, those police. The police go Most into hyperspace. Yeah, grab yeah. them, you know. The, the popos, yeah, they catch them, you know. <laughs> the popos. The po-boy <laughs> sandwiches catch them, and then they throw them in some kind of a corny jail where they're yeah, right, dropping right. like little energy pellets. It, this is, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> the, the, the jail is just like, what? Like, I don't know. You're like, you like It's. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah it's a set. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a set, and basically she like escapes real easy from the jail or whatever, you know. Yeah, like real easy. Like, like I'm pretty sure a, they, they kill a couple of guys, and then she just <laughs> runs out the portal, and then she's running in, a, the, field. in, in a, a field. In a field, yeah. I, I think my dumb cat could escape from that jail. Like, oh no doubt, the cat would have just been like. I'm going to leave. And they'd be like, no, stop. And it was, the cat would just leave and they'd be like, wow, she got away. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, a cannonball-sized cat just rolled right by you and that's how inept you are. So <laughs> she, she 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 escapes. That's what happens when you like the accept the low bid low bidder uh, security team for your for your prison. Oh yeah. You know, lowest bid or or, or when you don't have enough money to, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to make a more like convincing. a lock on your door or like an electric yeah. fence or something or a better plot. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so she gets caught by the police and uh and uh they go to the they go back on the spaceship and basically like the uh, emperor of the universe yeah christopher Plummer. emperor of the universe he thanks them for recovering the pod i guess cuz that's one of the survivors from the right. uh, ship and he says uh, and he says if uh, i'll grant you guys clemency from your you know evil deeds right. if you from your pirating if you are able to save my son from one of these Planets, which has a, a, a pod where like some of the survivors, right? So you know, that, so that kind of sets it up. Um, I thought the sentence, the sentencing was weird in that. What this is? I'm sorry to jump back before where yeah, they went. Right, to think. Right. The sentencing was like they sentenced the guy to like 287 yes, years, more, yeah, and her life. And I'm like, well, isn't that how like, long do they live? Yeah, 
but whatever. Uh, whatever. You know, yeah. <clears throat> this is a this is an Italian movie dubbed in English. God knows what, <laughs> what the translator. Was really... God knows how it was translated. <laughs> exactly. Some drunk dude that knows Italian and English just wrote some he, shit. It could down. have been twenty eight years and it became two hundred and eighty. <laughs> life, I guess, would be life. But <laughs> I see that. Yeah, that's just kind of life. I see, I, <laughs> I see that a lot with the kung fu movies I watch, where oh, yeah. if you listen to what they say and watch the subtitles. They're often quite different, but go ahead, yeah. So anyway, anyway, uh, so anyway, the emperor sends him. There, he wants to. He wants him to find his son. Uh, the emperor apparently is in a feud with his count. The count, which is, uh, you know, that we were talking about. Uh, he's <laughs> he wants. He's got some mysterious weapon, and he wants to take over the galaxy. Yeah. So they're like at odds with each yeah. other. And then this is going to be the coup de gras. Yes. This, is, gonna, this will this be the battle royale. The, this is where the, the count. Is going to finally take his place as the galactic universe. He guy. would be the Darth Vader. Yes, and he the would. Emperor would be the Obi Wan, I guess, or yeah, something. I, I guess. don't know. You know, because yeah, because because the, the Emperor kind of came in as a hologram in a way, so that's kind of yeah. like Obi Wan or something like. that. You know that. what I liked about the Emperor's seat, and I want a seat like that. <laughs> it was a white, like one, almost like one of those egg style. Yeah. And and you don't know, like those '60s starburst. Yes. He had gigantic 60s starburst in chrome attached behind the seat. I want that chair. Like, I want to build that chair with, with the big star flares. It's on eBay. No. Oh, my <laughs> God. I would give like $1,000 for that chair. It was so awesome. Yeah, this movie looks to me like, I can't prove it, but it looks like it was probably sets from other Italian sci-fi movies that they cobbled together. Or maybe you know? even like, that could have been like the a chair from like a... Game, could have been from Barbarella show. for all we know. Game show. Yeah, it could have been for it could have been from a Hercules movie. <laughs> it could have been from like a They were the Starburst from a 50 bowling 50s bowling alley in America. Yeah, right. Like where like the, they kind of trail off along but it was the coolest chair ever. And so, and the other thing I noticed the count for how he was like just hamming it up and chewing the scenery. You know, I stopped, I I paused the movie and I said, "You know, if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. And say right. what you want, this guy loves his job. That's like, right. His job is to be evil, and he's good at it, and he never he never wakes up going, oh, i got to go back to work. The good thing about these movies is there's never amb- enter amb- any ambiguity. He's evil. There's no like, light and side to him or anything. It. He likes it. He's good at it. He doesn't work a day in his life. He wakes up going, ah, ha, ha. He kicks a kitten, and he goes off to work, and he is evil. Yeah, it's like these movies yeah. where it's like the guy obviously is evil in it now, but you, 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 they have a flashback where when he was a kid, like his dad broke his GI Joe and that made him that made him yeah, snap. Yeah, whatever. You know? uh, it's like nah, he's just evil. Yeah, you know, enough. I, I, it's a shame that you can't do that. I, I could wake up and just be evil, like you know what I mean. But I don't know. There's no real like super villain jobs left anymore. No, everybody has to be ambiguous or whatever. Oh yeah, you know? uh, yeah. Where's the hey black and white good bad come on let's 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 get some of that stuff going in Hollywood <laughs> I know, again right you know? I mean that's what we used to like anyway you know? <laughs> yeah everybody even though that Joker in that Batman movie was did he have like a light side to him uh, you know the, no. in the second Batman movie was there like you know some childhood trauma that he went through or whatever well I liked him as a character I thought he was a great character but I didn't there wasn't any backstory or I don't whatever. Think- well, the funny thing is, anytime somebody would ask him about it, he would make up a different one. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So that was kind of that was one of the things about his character where I really thought, I really liked that because he would say one thing, how he got that the scars on his face, right, right, and then 
he would tell a different story to someone else, and he would tell a different story to someone else. Like he was just making it up in his crazy. Well, he was the Joker. I loved it. I I I, I was like, good. I don't I don't want to, I don't need to know. I you just, need a total yeah, orange in you, yeah, whatever. You know. Anyway, back to the story, as they say. So the continuing story of Stella Starcrash and her scanty outfit. This woman yeah. looks great. We'll we'll post a picture or something. She's in a black leather thing with long long legs and these boots, and she's just smoking. Anyway, everyone else is like in full full like long sleeve leather outfits and jumpsuits and stuff. Nah, she's just walking around, you know, bikini clad. But the first planet that she goes to is the planet of Amazon women. Now, there were some lookers on that planet, okay? You know, some of the, the Amazon queen and some of her, her girlies, they were, they were all right, you yeah. know? So they basically sent her to a, one planet to look for, um, well, Hasselhoff. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> they sent her to well, you know, Hasselhoffville. She has to find Hasselhoff mm-hmm. because you know he's the he's very important, I guess, because he'll be making Knight Rider and Baywatch in a few years, so he must yes. preserve that. <laughs> nice. So they say, they sent her to uh, the planet, and she gets she gets caught, and the robot gets uh, he gets zapped by a ray gun or whatever. No, no, they don't. They beat the the cave people. Beat him. In no, the no, the cave people was the next planet. Oh, oh, that's right. The first right. planet okay. was the Amazon girls with the low cut. Oh, that's right. I totally and, forgot about it. And then, he, but then he like, yeah, he saved the day. Yeah, well, well, they 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 grab her and they shoot the robot while they're grabbing her and they're gonna you know do whatever to her. Right. Uh, L the robot wakes up and he he saves the day. Yeah. Or, Who was the head Amazon? She was hot. I don't know what her name is, but she's hot. Yeah. Hot, like, you know, Gina Lola, Lola Falana or whatever. I don't, I don't know. know it was just was. very... I, I, she looked like she would be someone that would be in a lot of movies. She, yeah. You know, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I don't remember her face, but I remember <laughs> her body real well, you know, and I haven't forgotten it yet. So, you know. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that they go there. The kid, He's not there. You know, uh, you know uh, Hasselhoff isn't there, so they escape. And they go back to the uh, spaceship. Right now, as they as they get as they as they get rescued by Sage because oh we forgot wasn't that that's where as she's leaving the as the, as her and the robot escape from the uh, the queen's lairs or whatever that's when they get chased by the giant J Harry Hausen oh uh, monster God. golden the first time you're introduced to stop motion animation oh, in this yeah. movie and oh, yeah. it's not good it's not good at all and and. Wow. I mean, he kind of looks like something from, like, the Golden Voyage of Sinbad, except that... No, she has boobs. It's, no, it's the a, monster. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the, the, the big robot. Boobs, but it also looks like he's made out of aluminum foil or something. For, yeah, for easy. I don't really know what to tell you about this one. So it's, anyway, he's got, like... Or maybe Jason and the Argonauts or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, one of, those, <laughs> yeah. one of those. But she's got, like, a sword, and she's chasing him, and the spaceship comes and saves him, zaps the, the yeah, giant Yeah, zaps the giant thing and then takes saves off. saves him, and then... You know, it's all good. It's weird. It's such a weird scene. Yeah, it's definitely like when I saw it, I go, oh, I forgot about this. Because the evil queen was all like, my giant robot, yeah. avenge me or whatever. And, and this thing wakes up and you're like, oh, no. And then that's it yeah. goes downhill from there. So so, yeah. <laughs> so now they're back on the ship. They're and, back on the ship. Yeah, and then wasn't they go, there. Time to go somewhere else. You yeah, know? and then they go to the frozen planet, planet yes. number two. Yeah. So they go out to the frozen planet and they're looking around. They find, well, there's no survivors here. But while they're doing that, it turns out that Thor yes. is a spy for the Count. Yeah. And he uh, he basically, he supposedly kills her buddy. Yeah, the, the, the curly-haired guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, he so he and 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 while they're on the planet, the you know Stella and the robot try to get back in, but the but they don't let him in because they want him to freeze to death. Right. So I think so the so the robot and her he says look just lay down and I'll. So I'll get over you. I'll monitor your yeah, uh, heartbeat your, your heartbeat and, and stuff. Which I'm like, well, that won't save her from frostbite, but but she basically was a yeah, suspended animation. Uh huh. Uh huh. While that's happening, it turns <laughs> out that Ar- that Archon heals himself and is able to kill Thor, the uh, traitorous policeman. Now he's a robot. It turns out, right? Uh, was he a robot? Well, anyway, we'll, we'll get to that later or whatever. Well, that that's another plot point with that. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Yeah, but, I don't know either. But anyway, but he was definitely psychic. <clears throat> yeah. So, any, but anyway, he kills the he kills the Thor guy, and then they let Stella back on the ship, but she's like frozen. So they basically have to. She's in suspended so animation. St- Stella needs her groove back. So they they heat her up, they thaw her out, and she's and she's all good mm-hmm. now. Right. So on the last planet, there they go. They 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 all her Archon. Both go on there, and then that's the one where they get attacked by the cavemen. Right. So she gets she gets uh, captured, and then he's like, I don't know if he's he he ends up fighting other ones or whatever. Yeah, he's fighting them down by the ship. Yeah. They divide him up. Yeah. He goes, oh, at this time, robot chivalry is gonna win. I'm gonna go by myself. Yeah, right, right, right. And all these cavemen jump out, and he's kicking their ass for a while, and then they get him, and they yeah. bust him into a million pieces. And then, and then they, they yeah, th- that's the robot, but then, yeah, the robot right. L gets busted. Then uh-huh. the other guy, the, the curly-haired guy, Marjorie Gordon Archon, he gets on there, too, and he starts fighting them, too. But then Stella gets caught, so they take her to some cave, and in the meantime... They what? tie her to a gigantic girder. Yeah, that's it. That's right. They tie her to a girder, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell am I watching here? You know what I mean? I, I was like, uh, hmm, Okay. So she gets caught, and then she she ends up fighting back a little bit while she but while she's fighting all of a sudden, this the, uh, a man with a with a golden helmet shows up and starts zapping all the cave. Oh yeah, and that was actually a cool helmet actually. You know, I thought that it looked a little Ultramanish or yeah, it did, know, it weird, did in a way. You know, it was like a mixture between like a a Greek god and a lion and a person and David Hasselhoff. And, yeah, yeah. You know. So so <clears throat> as, as it turns out. He's he, he's the uh, he's the emperor's son. Right. That's the guy they were looking for. So the other guy, Archon, shows up, and you know they start they figure that that's the planet that you know that that has the the count or whatever on it. So they they go looking around. And they find a laboratory for the count right. underneath it. And while they're looking, of course, the count shows up as he would as he would always do, and says, "Ha ha! Yeah. Ha 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 ha." Here's the deal. You're trapped now. I brought you guys here so you could lure the emperor on purpose. On purpose, and I'm gonna blow up the planet when he gets here. So the hell with you. You're done, all of you. And I will be the ruler of the of the war of the galaxy. Or yeah, whatever. crazy. So as they're as they, they I mean, leave, you think it's hard to rule a planet or a country? The galaxy's tougher, man. Golly, it's how? tough enough to rule like you know, like it's tough to be a mayor of a town, much less the galaxy universe. How are you going to keep your approval rating up if you're over a whole galaxy? I don't think it matters at that point. You yeah, know? good point. I'm assuming you have some kind of a death ray thing. Yeah, he has that death ray that turns you into like an idiot or whatever, <laughs> something like that. So, so he <laughs> shot everyone that went to see this movie with his death idiot ray, ray and but idiot ray, and then you know, then they go, ah, that was an okay movie. Yeah, you know, kind of like but, me. But yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So they're trapped. To the the uh, the the count leaves them uh, being guarded by these two robot dudes. 
the two robot guys or whatever. Right. right. So, and the, oh, those were. Yeah, those are more stop motion. And these were the worst things I've ever seen in the history of ever. I mean, these were literally like you don't know, you don't even know what the hell you're like looking at. They're these trash cans. They, they look like they they do look like these Star Wars characters that I remember having an action figure to back in the day. But they were just like these. They're the weirdest things ever. And they had like they were they were holding swords. Yeah, they had like they had like race race sword. Yeah, they had swords. Right, and and everyone else is using like like the lightsabers. Yeah, like, yeah, the, the, the Star one Wars guy, lightsabers. Yeah, the one guy who pulls out the lightsaber. I was like, no way is that? Did they get away? Yeah, with that? yeah, yeah. He did. And they did. You know, and um, yeah, so he fights. He fights them both, and then he gets one of them, and he's like killing them. But while he's killing them, and he's like zapping them in the yeah. in his guts, the other the other guy, the other robot takes a takes you know cuts into he him. hits him in the arm yeah that, that's the this is another weird this part. is the weirdest part he hits him in the arm and all of a sudden he's down so then Hasselhoff of course has to the rescue yeah he, he wins and yay for that so she runs over to the guy that got hit in the arm he's like i can't make it i'm like what the hell he just got hit it's in the arm flesh. she even says you can heal yourself and he's you like know, no he's my, like, my, this is my destiny. destiny my job here's done and then he did the Yoda dissolve, and you're like, "What the hell, then man?" That's when you. That's when you. You mentioned that was he a robot or what? You know. Yeah, I like mean, what the like, who knew his his vulnerable spot was his upper shoulder? You yeah. know, or you know, I'm like, what? So so it, it just it's weird. It was, that was like a weird thing where you go, "What the hell did I just see?" You almost want to rewind it because you're like, "What the hell did I just see here?" But whatever, you know. Anyway, anyway, so after that, all of a sudden they 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 get rid of the robot guards. The the emperor. You know, shows up and says, "I'm here to save you." And they go, "Oh well, no, but there's going to be the path's going to blow up." He goes, "Oh, oh this, don't worry about it. Weird. I knew that already." Yeah, <laughs> this is weird thing number two. Okay, yeah. and this thing hurt my freaking head. Yeah, this is like, how am I going to figure out how to how this story is going to end? Okay, yeah. well, she goes, she goes, we have 48 seconds left, and I'm counting in my head, and I'm like, "Okay, you're dead. Okay, you're dead." And they're still talking. I'm like, "Okay, now you're dead again." Like. <laughs> But like, yeah. But the emperor says, "Wait a minute! I I have special powers too. I can freeze time for three minutes from his ship. From his ship, and in those three minutes, you guys can escape the planet. And in the middle of everything, this, and you'll be fine." He's like, "Ship, freeze the time." Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, that's not how time works, but whatever." So it freezes time, and they start talking again. I'm like, three minutes, people, <laughs> get the hell on the ship," you know. <laughs> I, like they stand there talking. I'm like, 48. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. No, nothing. They just keep talking. I'm like, wow. I know, if if I you know, came up and I said know. this, this, this house is gonna blow up in 48 seconds, you're out like you would a, be talking to the Roadrunner, like you know the yeah, like the cloud yeah, that the looks cloud, like me, yeah. but I'm already out the door. I've been like gone. <laughs> and I'd be like, wow, that guy ran really fast for how fat he is. So I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm at the 7-Eleven. I'm calling you. Why are you not out of my house? <laughs> no, <laughs> still so, so anyway, um, yeah. they're back on the ship. And that's and, when we see the glorious seat yes, that I'm in love the with. Seat, oh, yeah, my the Emperor God. seat, yes. You would trade your barber chair for that seat, I in think. In a second. Okay. In a second. Okay. Uh, yeah. My barber seat doesn't have gigantic starbursts from the fifties on I it. I mean, it could. You could. You could. You know, jack yeah, it right. up. Or I whatever. do. I weld. I could yeah, weld something on it. Yeah, you are a welder. That. Yeah. So you know, you could make <sighs> something. 
I mean, that would be awesome if you had like the Emperor's chair in your in your living room, right? There. And I'd be that like, "This be is the chair awesome. from Star Crash," and everyone would go, "What the hell's a Star Crash?" This is, look, watch, <laughs> learn, live. <laughs> yeah, and you would have to get a cape too. And, and what you would have to be, and you'd have to have like a projection thing, so you show up like in instead a, of like Mister Rogers, you need a hologram. You need a hologram too. Instead of instead of like how Mister Rogers changes into the sweater and different shoes, I come in and change into my evil cloak, yeah, and I'd yeah. sit there and I'd be like, ah, ha, 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 ha. it's good to be home. <laughs> it's time for another podcast. The <laughs> emperor of my house is home, cats. <laughs> Bow down. Yeah. I'd have to shush cats off of my starburst and my yeah, and my yeah. seat. I'd be like, get out of the emperor's seat. You've got hairs on the emperor's seat. Cat would look at me you. like, yeah, kiss my ass. I'm the emperor of kiss my ass. That's what my cats would say. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now, now that every now that okay, the planet blows up. Yeah. Now the the count's got his. He's got like a, a huge ship community kind of thing it's almost like a it looks like a hand it's like a big condo a, a spaceship condo or the, something the yeah evil dude's ship the, the cape yeah. it's a freaking fist like it's the ship is a hand and when he goes into like protect me mode it the hand curls up into a fist yeah. i'm like that's what? right that's right i forgot about that why are we screwing around with space shuttle bullshit when we could have a fist he had ship. hand he had a hand <laughs> ship <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It probably makes the parsecs run in the Kessel, whatever the hell yeah, that line uh, is. Yeah, yeah. The Kessel run in 32 parsecs of a quark. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so at this point... I am the emperor of bad quotes that I don't know, yeah. really. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so... So, now the emperor, the good emperor, sends out some spaceships to blow up the uh, evil counts uh huge condo in space hand thing or whatever you want to call it yes and, and this space war lasted it's a battle and royale it's lasted an eternity yeah it was only like 5 minutes but it lasted about a day i felt like a year older after the end of yeah. it i'm like and i laughed i cried i kissed 20 minutes goodbye <laughs> exactly or like that and yeah. at first it starts out your general bullshit you know they show the same clip of ships taking off and <laughs> They show the same pew, 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 you know, all that bullshit. And then it gets wacky. Because then gold torpedoes come flying in through space windows, smashing them. And as they skid across the floor, it opens up and two people jump out with guns and they start having gunfights. Yes. And I'm like, I don't think that's how this works. I don't. Okay. Like, it was bad. It was real bad. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, again, again to reiterate, this is this is like a comic book. So you know you have to su- suspend about any b- belief that you have, yeah, in order to fully Cause, even sit through this movie. But it is fun in a dopey way. Oh uh, yeah, it was funny and fun. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it, but it was like, what the hell am I looking at? You know. So so the ships can't the ships can't blow it up. The next thing the, the final evil, the evil hand is too strong. The, the, the hand is a strong hand. So then the last resort is to take one of the I have to interject before okay, you do the ahead. last Sorry. resort. The whole time that this is going on, the the, the the Emperor of the Galaxy is screaming out one order and one order only. Kill. Kill That's them. Right. That's kill. Right. Kill them. He just keeps pointing places and saying Kill them! Kill them! No, kill! Kill them! <laughs> and I'm like, really? Does that really have to be said? And that's the only thing he says. 
and he just keeps pointing, going, kill, kill them. I couldn't tell if it was a loop. I oh, don't it think probably it, was. I don't think it was. I think that they were actually going, kill, kill them. Pause, five, six, seven. Kill, kill them. Kill them. No, kill them. And I'm like, really? <laughs> just pick up a gun and help, brother. Don't be one of those galactic emperors. Get dirty every now and then and help out. You kill them, too. You know. Hey, it's crazy. you sit on that chair, you do whatever you want. You can say kill them 80 times if you want. I wish somebody would have turned around and going, should I kill them? Kill yeah. them! Yes, sir! And then started shooting. That would have been awesome. But, so, so anyway, the final resort is that they decide they're going to they're gonna get one of the... Uh, I uh, wonder how they thought up the name for this movie. Star, Star Crash. Crash. Because... They 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 get they get they get another one of their space stations and decide they're gonna crash it <laughs> into the Count Space Hand Condo. Yes, so Star Crash. And then, get it. And then at the very end, Stella goes, "I'll do I'll do it." And then out of the blue. L, the robot who was destroyed, gets rebuilt, and he's like goes on there with her. So yay, he's back again, and, and everything's great. I'll get those varmints. I get those varmints. Cause this, oh, this robot was annoying. Yeah, I don't he know didn't what, have to be. I don't know what I, who had that idea to put that voice on there. It must have been Roger Corman or, a, it, or it, New World Pictures or he something. He sounded like a Texan on crack or yeah. something. I, I don't know why or when or how or who thought this was a good idea, but. You know, whatever. So, it, it, whatever. It wasn't. It, so, it bothered me, but I don't. I guess it probably wouldn't bother most people that much. I mean, no, it was just. I mean, you're going in there knowing what you're getting. It's it was a just wild. Or it was just a. Who's that? Yosemite Sam. Yeah, it was like. Know. Yeah, yeah. It did sound a little like Yosemite. <laughs> That's Sam, who it was. Too. That's why yeah. I was like, get that varmink. You know, every time he talked, I screamed that uh, every time, and <laughs> which is most people love to watch movies with me. So anyway. So so yeah. They, so Stella and the robot. Crash their uh, starship into the Emperor, into the Count, I should say. Yep. They escape. Uh, the Count ship blows up. Happy ending. I think Hoff and her decide to get married at yep. the end or yep. something. And uh, the, the end. Yeah, that's it. And the, the, yeah, that was it. And you're that's like, it. okay, that, it. that was a thing. Ninety you know. minutes of, uh, of, I, of fun, goofy now that's, Italian space. That's exactly it. Thing. Um, I've been kind of hard on it. But in reality, it was fun. It was a funny, stupid movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want? It, it, that old dumb saying that I hate where it is what it is, That w- that's what you can, you can walk away from Star Crash and go, yeah, it is what it is. It's a dumb B-movie ripoff of Star Wars. But the thing about it is it's all lighthearted. It's fun. Even, even like... Even the bad guys are goofy. I laugh. You know, you laugh a and lot. It's and I miss you know. that. Nowadays, everything is very dark and very grim. And <laughs> I'm like, Batman. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like that's that crazy. Like, so it's oh, a, it's a whatever. throwback. I mean, if 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 you're like if it's Saturday night, had a few beers, have some friends. You got you're Netflix. done watching the Undertaker twenty no. Yeah, thing. You, you got Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, give it a shot. It's the, zero Carol- investment. It's Car- not- yeah, zero. Carolina is beautiful in it. Hasselhoff is Hasselhoff, and uh, he he wasn't bad. He, he didn't have much to do, so That's, I guess he just, it was good. They're like, you know? just stand around and look like with your feathery hair, and they're like, he's like, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. I'm a square-jawed guy with feathery yeah. hair. I can do it. And it's a, it's a fun way to kill 90 <laughs> minutes, basically. Yeah, it is. It is a fun movie. So... Okay, what's your what's your star rating? Uh, I give it like a 4 or something like that. A 4 that low? Okay, I was going to go 5.5. 5. 
Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll give it a 4.5. You, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, don't and, let me and, influence I mean, it. You know. and, and three of those three of those are for Caroline Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> One boob, two boob, in her butt. And, that's and, and, and another interesting thing about her is, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure she was dubbed in this movie by another actress because Caroline did not get paid for this movie. Somehow or another, wow. the producers screwed her out of... That's you like know, amazing. Her. Can you imagine that? Oh, Italy's sketchy, man. Mm-hmm. All these movies are real sketchily made, so... She's she. I mean, she she she'll like promote the movie and all that, but yeah. she got ripped on it. I can't I can't remember what the name of it was. I we did we did a, a Italian space movie for um, dubbed for twenty War of the Robots or something. Yes, it was War of the Robots, and the, like that was a really tough movie to get through. Like it was even hard for us, and all we did was goof on it and figure out like it that. Italian sci-fi is fun in the colorfulness and the goofiness of it, but it loses uh, (laughs) loses a lot in translation, as they say. It loses a lot when you have to sit there and rewrite everyone's lines for like a day and a half. Yeah. Then it's not so fun and funny anymore. Then it's like, let's get this turd out of here. I can't take it anymore. (laughs) You know. the, the the main problem I think with Star Crash is, of course, there's no. You know, because of Carolina, obviously, she does no nudity, so there's no... There's, it, it doesn't get extreme enough. It's a PG movie. It doesn't get extreme yeah. enough to have the, the really exploitation-y, like, whoa, you know? It's I just, thought it's, they it's, were... It plays it a little too safe. I thought they were going to go with a rape scene at that caveman thing. The yeah. way that was shot, the way they were holding her down, I was like, uh-oh, here we go. Right. Like, because that's the other thing I noticed is sometimes they'll... Movies <clears throat> where you know that there's nudity in it, they they tease it tease it tease it and then there's like one like holy crap moment right you know right. Like, like where there's surprise. like there's like oh yeah like a like a worm rapes a woman like that yeah, galaxy of terror yeah. and you're like oh my god like that's what that's what that's what makes the points go up on the on the on the on the meter <laughs> it's like when you're sitting there watching a movie and you're not expecting anything you know right and it te- and it teases yes. you know you can kind of tell sometimes when there's sexual tension sometimes yeah. when there's hard tension you just know where it's going. But you don't know what's going to happen. And then when it does, you're like, wow. Well, this one never gives you that punch no, in the gut. It you plays know? it totally safe. <clears throat> and that's it, fine. They were going no. after... I mean, it's funny because it looks like in one way they were going after family, a kid, a family, family but, market. But with the way know. she's dressed, I mean, you know... Something for pop. Something for dad, too, I guess. So dad won't be... So dad'll bring the kids and You ain't going to see that in cars. Or no. <laughs> like, or in a, a Toy Story. Yeah, a Toy Story or whatever, you know. Or the Ice Age 4 or whatever the hell it is over Ice there. Ice Age 4. Yeah, I, dro- I was driving over here and I saw that. Ice Age 4, You're really? You're like, Ice Age 4, just go away. Yeah, Ice Age 4, <laughs> the end of the world times 4. Like, I, whatever. Ice Age 5, the cash grab. Yeah, well, yeah, we're all cash grab, so. I guess. So, yeah, Star Crash, check give it a, out. Yeah, Netflix. give it a li- give it a watch. It's not bad. Um Caroline won't let you down. Yeah, she's pretty. She's very nice. So what um, what are we gonna do next week? Now I had an idea, but <clears throat> you weren't too keen on it, and I, I have to I have to question about this. I need to know why because I found a movie called uh, what what is it? None of none of this. Oh, that's it. Yeah, none of this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like done. It's like a none. Yeah, you're you like know. bam, our next movie. <laughs> our caps. next movie. That's why I, I he just got an email saying bam, our next movie. None of that. And it's like a a non exploitation sex romp gun thing. Well, I, here's here's what's stopping me from doing. It. I saw some of the stills. All, from all it. he wrote back was, I don't really get into d- non exploitation. I was like. 
huh, did I find his button? Like, did I find what you like? It was like too far, man. I can't do it. No, you know, it's not really, it's, it's, it is in a sense, it's, it's too far, but I saw some, some clips from it and it's just like, you know, is, is this a movie that I'm really going to get enjoyment at all out of it? It was kind of one uh. of those that, I don't think I was going to get into. I didn't watch any clips about it. I, saw, I just I saw, saw the, the title and I'm like, done. Like I, I saw like uh, I saw some screenshots from it. Uh, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Well, yeah, we'll we'll well, well cuz you you were talking about I was getting geared up for Thriller, a cruel picture. Ooh. That's the see. revenge one and that's an yeah. even that's probably that's a real rough movie actually. See, I don't know if I'm really up for that yet. That's no. a kind of, that's a real downer, but it is a revenge movie and yeah, it see, is. We were we were thinking about Thriller, uh, the attack of one eye or they call her. No, it, well, it was it was it was called it was originally called the the American title was They Call Her One Eye. It's a revenge movie. They call her one eye. Okay. And then they, they read the original title, I guess, in Swedish. The Swedish movie was Thriller. Thriller. But they they, they gave it an English eye. See, like this, is, I think whatever. this is one that has like hardcore rape. Uh, yeah. Like a real graphic, really yeah. graphic. So I'm like, I don't know, man. And basically, the the main character Tarantino stole for the L Driver and Kill Bill too. So really? Because she's got an eye patch and yeah. a trench coat or whatever. So. Yeah, it's kind of it. It is kind of a rough movie. I don't think. I don't know. Well, let's let's. It's not. It's not what you call the feel-good movie of the summer. We'll we'll kick around a couple ideas. We're not. We won't tell you what we're going to do next week. Um, If you want to do nuns, we could do nuns on the run or whatever, whatever that. No, I'm just. I don't even like really like nuns. I just heard that name and I'm like, what? And I looked up. I was like, done. I guess. I guess guess maybe ten years of Catholic school might might have (laughs) something to do with it. I don't know. Because I even said to you, I was like, the only exposure I had to nuns was just the Blues Brothers. You know, that's the only thing I know about nuns. All right, so that's all we got for you this week. Um, I'd say write in, but you don't. So whatever. Go to our website and. there's a poll on there to see to help shape our show. Please do that. Uh, just uh, that's on the um, what, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com or um, whatever. Like uh, like us on Facebook and get in on that group, and that way you'll be able to see what's coming up and participate in some of the wacky shenanigans that are going on. Uh, you got anything, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown? Uh, no, but. We're we're gonna end with something pretty cool. Yes, we are. What? Why don't you tease it? What are we, What are we listening to here? Okay. Well, first I want to say that if I didn't say it before, Carolyn Monroe, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> Here's his phone number. If you want to call, if you're listening, Carol, like, we weren't we weren't, we weren't really trashing your movie. We were just having a little bit of fun, but you were great in it. But here's the thing. I think you you love Carolyn, don't yes, you? Yes, yes. Good for you. One of my favorites. One All of my right. favorites. Anyway, I found this thing online. It's very interesting. I typed in Caroline uh, Monroe Sings, and I found a song on YouTube, and she did a song in the 60s. This is from 67. This is when she was like 16 years old, I, I read. This song was, she recorded this in Abbey Road, and guess who was next door recording? In 67, it probably would have been Sgt. Pepper's. The Beatles were next door recording. Cause she even said there was a there was an, a little. I read a little bit about. It. She goes, "Oh, it was so exciting! The Beatles were actually recording in the studio next to me." So she was doing this in Abbey wow. Road next to the Beatles, and her backup group on this is Eric Clapton, Ginger Baker from Cream, and Steve Howe later to be in Yes. That was her backup band. Wow. This is like a little ditty. It's, it really is like called a li- Jack and Diane. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I think it's called Tar and Cement, so kind of, you know. Yeah, really, same thing. But it's kind of like a little pop song from the 60s or whatever, right. but I had never heard of it until today, and then so I found it, I figured, hey, well, what a, what a, what a great way to end the show. So, so here you go, Caroline Sings. Get enjoy. groovy and get fabulous, everyone. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.
the town I came from was quiet and small. We played in the meadows where the grass grew so tall.